the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by Max Out Savings Advisors. The views expressed during the broadcast are solely for entertainment purposes and do not necessarily express the views of KNTH, its management, Max Out Savings Advisors, or its sponsors. Max Out Savings Advisors and members of the Max Out Savings team may or may not hold securities mentioned during the show. Plan for your prosperity. Prepare for your retirement. Safeguard your savings. And nurture your investments. This is the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Now, here's your host from Max Out Savings Advisors, Ted Gioka. Good Saturday morning and welcome to the Max Out Savings Show. I'm Ted Gioka and we are talking savings, investments, and your retirement on the Max Out Savings Show. Uh, one of Houston's longest-running financial shows, most popular, and uh, we've been doing it for over 10 years now and helping people save save up, build up wealth, and understand retirement, deal with retirement. And our motto and our philosophy is to save aggressively and invest conservatively. That's the key to building up wealth over the long term. Save aggressively and invest conservatively. That's our motto, our philosophy. That's how you build up wealth uh, for with over retirement and uh, and move forward and so we'll be talking some about that on the show we'll be talking about our uh, about the outlooks for the markets we're going to be talking about what's going on the risk in the world today and uh, also understanding how how to deal with retirement so we got a lot to talk about this is a live show here in Houston Texas and. Uh, we're nice and glad we're in the air conditioning today because it's awful hot out. But uh, the, uh, uh, you know, where to start the, uh, you know, a, a couple, I, you know, I got a number of things I, I wanted to, to go over today. And the, you know, uh, first, I really want to just hit on something. We get some questions from people. With their savings plans, uh, what what to do with with the savings plans, uh, it, it, particularly with people with small businesses, and, and it's a little more difficult. The reason why we talk a lot about four hundred one k plans, we actually don't manage four hundred one k plans per se. We our, our main businesses is you retire if you have an old four hundred one k plan, you want to roll it over, you come to us, and we'll show you our program at Max Out Savings Advisors. We're value investors in the stock and bond market, and. And so, uh, but I t- the reason I talk a lot about the 401k plans, you know, we'll roll the money over and then we'll manage it. But typically when someone comes in, if they're working and they're like, well, Ted, okay, I'm moving my old 401k plan over here, starting a new job, or uh, I have, I'm going to consolidate some 401k plans. What do I do with my 401k plan? Should I start sending you a check? I always say no. Why is that? It would be, you know, we'd prefer to have more money coming in to manage, and we, we think we can do a better job than your 401k plan. The important thing to understand with your 401k plan, it's an automatic program. 
and that means every single time that the paycheck comes out of your out of your 401k plan automatically and uh before it goes into your 401k plan before you see a dime of your money which means you sort of pay your savings plan first it comes out if you have high bills that month and spent more than you should have they still take the money out for your 401k plan if you've got medical bills that suddenly cropped up they still take the money out of the 401k plan before you get paid. If you've got to buy a new car, the engine goes bad on your car, you need to put a new engine in, you need money, you can't typically call up and say, uh, stop my 401k plan for the month or two. They don't do that, and so typically. And so what happens is no matter what happens in your life, whether you get <laughs> raises, whether you get uh, whether you, you have uh, extra expenses, whether you're whatever, the money is going in there every single paycheck no matter what. And that is an extremely powerful thing. And, and whereas typically people say, well, the, you know, they'll go, well, send just what's to send you a check? Well, they, they forget or they have a medical emergency or the car payment or something happens and then they halt the payments and then they forget to do it the next month. It, it's that consistency of putting away the 10% plus the company match every month that makes people multimillionaires. And this is why we always try to start out with the 401k plan program, even though even though you uh, typically we don't manage 401k programs. We manage retirement money. But, but I wa- what I want you to do is to build up wealth and have a successful retirement program. So we have to talk about that. Hence, the save aggressively. You save as much as you can in your program and invest conservatively. Now, one thing to remember in a 401k plan is typically you're, you can put away $18,500 a month uh, maximum, or if you're over 50, uh, $24,500. You can actually, in some cases, put more in, but it's, it's, it's what's known as after-tax money, which you pay the taxes on it, and you do not get the deductions. You put away that, if you're over 50, you put away that $24,500 come time to do, to do your your uh your uh taxes you get a twenty four thousand five hundred dollar deduction that's a pretty good deal i mean before you do anything and, and so you're getting part of your money back automatically so it, it it's a good program now if you can if you have extra money in there just make it after tax and then when you roll when you roll over your money you decide to retire you can take the after tax money either take it out or you can put it into a uh you can put it into a Roth IRA, roll it into a Roth IRA uh, with the after-tax money. So you can, it is possible, one reason I want to, to put in more than $24,500 in a 401k plan. Now, if you have your own business, it's much more difficult. You don't have that opportunity a lot of people do. In that case, you're better off using an, an, an SEP, uh, uh, IRA, SEP IRA, and you can put away up to 25% of your of your income and up to fifty fifty four thousand fifty five thousand dollars uh in which is even more money in for for a small business owner so in that case you use the sep ira uh which is is a good plan i it's much much harder for small business people to put away big money in plans and and i don't think it's i i i think it's the I think what it comes down to is when they have really good years, they tend to put away a bunch of money. But then when they have bad years or mediocre years, they don't put the money away. And that's what makes that 401k plan so powerful is the consistency of it. So if you're a small business person, understand one of the absolute key things to your savings program is the consistency. 
you with your 401k plan, your 403b, your different types of qualified plans where it comes out every paycheck, you have that power of consistency. I mean, it was, uh, uh, I think Benjamin Franklin said the most powerful thing in the world is compounding of money. Well, probably the second most thing is, is, is the consistency of putting away money in a 401k plan, the consistency, which is the same thing as a consistency of, of the compounding. And, and so understand the consistency is very important and understand the value of your 401k plan and understand if you're a small business person, you have to work twice as hard to get to consistency because it, it it's 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 kind of a, a decision each time you do it or a decision once a year versus for four one K people it's the consistency is taken away from them. This is why these people retire with a million to three million dollars in their plan. If you're behind schedule you want to put away even more money. We we talk to people that are putting away forty percent of their income. When we first started out the show we talked about putting away 15, uh, 10% plus the company match of about 3%, which is what the research has shown will get you where you need to be for retirement. Regardless of your income, it, it, that's the beauty of it, is because it is the more money you make, the more money you put away, and so you save up to what your spending habits are uh, in your income, ha- what, what your income and spending levels are. But we would get people call say, hey, Ted, I'm saving 20 or 25%. The people were so excited that it was actually a show about savings, which is what we're all about. And, and and one way you can do that is you can also go to our website, maxoutsavings.com. That's maxoutsavings.com and sign up for our free report in in, in the, uh, on the website. And we'll send you a copy of, of the max out savings report. It's a once a, once a month savings investment report. We have a lot of good ideas. We have all types of interesting. I try to make it interesting. Our most recent one, we actually we actually uh, have a link to an article about how deforestation is, is, you know, we're losing hundreds of thousands of miles, square miles of jungle every year. And it's it, 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 around the world, it's being destroyed and can't come back. And so while everybody's paying attention to global warming and freaking out about CO2, uh, the jungles and rainforests of the planet are being wiped out and nobody cares about it because there's no money involved in it. Uh, in, in, in which it, and so we have other interesting things, and we talk about the markets. And we, we, we talk about, look, we talk about what China was going to do and how we're going to have a, a, a currency war. We've been talking about this for all year long, and that China was a bigger problem than people think, and we're going to see a currency problem. And sure enough, today, I mean, this week, a currency war broke out in full force and we'll be discussing that later in the show in, in how it's going to affect things. So a lot of interesting things are happening in the world, a very complex world. In uh, in really, you've got to really have your guard up. You've got to have a defensive plan in place. You have to have a risk management plan in place for your retirement. And if you don't, you're going to get in trouble. Now, for now, it doesn't seem like it. Uh, all you need to do is buy the FANG ETF, and you can make a fortune for the next 50 years as it goes up forever, just like it was going to go up forever in 1999, and just like those tulip bulbs in Holland were such a good deal in the 16, 1700s. And, and so I, I do think things are changing, and uh, one of the really fascinating things we write about in the Max Out Savings Report uh, last week or so was the fact that six stocks— Facebook, Amazon, Apple, Google, Netflix, and uh, 
Microsoft, I think one of them maybe is in, isn't in that, I added Microsoft, in, it accounted for 98% of the total return in the S&P 500 year-to-date, which means basically six stocks are accounting for all the returns and lots of other stocks are down. The major, vast, almost the vast majority are down or going absolutely nowhere. Very tricky market, very difficult. And what makes it so tricky is is most of those five stocks are extreme at extreme valuations we haven't seen since the 19. 19- 99 tech bubble. So anyway, interesting things happening. Tell you what, let's take a call from Jerry to 713-339-1070 here in the Max Out Savings Show. Hey, Jerry. Hey, good morning, Ted. Uh, I had a question on gold, physical gold versus paper gold. Yeah. And if mm-hmm. buying gold coins, should I be buying American Eagles or some of the Canadian coins or does it matter? Uh, two things. If it's an IRA, you've got to put in the, uh, the, uh, the American Eagles, the American coins. Uh, I, I like the Canadians or some of the other ones, the South Africans, simply because they they tend to trade at at, at a little closer to the actual value of gold. Uh, yes. And, and there's just in the back of my mind is maybe the the somehow the the American coins could get called in. Although I really don't think that's ever going to happen. I really don't. Uh, it's completely different from the 1930s uh, because then the gold was actually actual legal tender that was in widespread circulation. So it's a different world. So yeah, it's look, some people just like, Hey, I like the American coins and and I can appreciate that. If it's going to be in an IRA, it's got to be American coins. Otherwise I do like the coins also in, in, in Jerry for the silver too. I like the coins. The bullion sounds like a really great idea to, you know, you, you got to understand, you know, you get like a, a hundred ounce uh, silver bar and it weighs a lot. You get a thousand pound silver bar, you know, you best value thing for that is, is use it for weightlifting and, uh, <laughs> you know, so, and you can't break it up. Whereas the coins, you can take off smaller amounts and spend them in an emergency uh yeah. Look, I think uh, we're going to talk some more about gold and silver. I look, I think gold and silver are about to enter a new bull market. I really do. Uh, I, I we, we've been saying on the show for a while that we think we're going to see some type of currency issues, and it just kind of blew up full force this week. And and so, I I think that's a, a, a about to change. And so I think those things are, are are going to be pretty good places to be over the next say two to five years you're going to see a pretty good bull market in that sector and you'd recommend physical versus paper yeah look if it's an ira i tr- i would just i think you're better off owning uh gold stocks in in and slv and gld in the ira just because the simplicity of trading yes sir so okay great well thanks Ted. great show okay thank you jerry tell what let's take a can we get i'll take a quick call from oscar hey oscar how you doing Oscar? Oh, Oscar's not quite ready yet. Let's, oh, Oscar, are you there? Yeah, I was intrigued with your with your helper there, your producer. I, 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 she should be on TV, uh, on the radio. She's got a beautiful voice. Oh, yeah, no, she she does a great job. That Nikki? I, I didn't know she was a producer, you know. And, yeah. And so, anyway, I, you know, this currency, that's a couple of things. You know, this fang, on this fang that you were talking about, it just came to me as you were talking. Can these guys who, who own all these stocks at the very top, the owners of these companies, uh, are they limited how much how much they can um, uh, they can sell in one, at one time? Uh, no, they're really not. And how some of them are getting away with it is they're claiming they're putting the money in the foundation or some such thing. Yeah, but I mean, can, can they? In one day, they they say, you know what, this this damn thing is way over overpriced. I want to get out. 
Can they do that, or, or are they limited pretty much what they can sell? They can, well, they're limited only by what they, you know, if, if, if Zuckerberg comes on and dumps $35 billion worth of Facebook, the price will collapse. But keep in mind, when you own 35 or I don't know how uh-huh. much uh, of Amazon, what's his name, uh, Bezos owns, right. they can just sell, a, you know, $500 million here and there from time to time. Which, you know, but that's I, pretty change for them. I'm talking about, it. let's say the market goes down 25 30%. That's a hell of a loss for them, isn't it? It's yeah, but that's relative. Keep in mind, if you're Zuckerberg, you're worth thirty-five billion dollars, right? Well, look, you know you can't sell it, but if you can get out, say, five billion dollars in 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 cash and stocks and elsewhere and other assets, you know, hey, maybe you're not worth thirty-five billion, but maybe it gets cut in half. You're still yeah. worth, you know, uh, seventeen oh, yeah. and a half billion. Maybe in pl- maybe you're only worth twelve billion in Facebook, but then you've got five billion in cash. You're still ahead of ninety nine point nine 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 percent of the people in the country, and that's that's what it's all about. Once you get that type of size, you got to be careful because they can unload massive amounts, and it doesn't seem like a big deal, but it is a lot of stock to them. The second thing, can can you tell what? I've got to take a break, Oscar. Can you hold through the break? Currencies, okay? Okay, yeah, hold through the break and we'll get the currency because it's probably take a little longer on that question. Okay, thank you. Okay, we'll be right back right here on the Max Out Savings Show. If you've got savings and investment questions, Ted Gioka has answers. Call the Max Out Savings Show now at 713 339 1070. We'll be right back. This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Savings Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. Downtime with your family? That's good. Downtime for your hydraulics-enabled equipment? Not so good. Cranes, specialized haulers, bucket and digger trucks. When they're not working, you're losing ground and money. South Coast Hydraulics can monitor, service, and repair the hydraulic systems that keep your equipment working. South Coast can design and install hydraulic systems for mobile and industrial applications, tool or press systems, complete manufacturing lines. When you think hydraulics, think South Coast Hydraulics. SCHydraulics.com. Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of the morning show right here on AM 1070, The Answer. But I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos the companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message for 512 New Media, 512newmedia.com. We return now to the Max Out Savings Show. Here's Ted Gioka.
Welcome back to the Max Out Savings Show. If you got a question or comment, you can give us a call at 713-339-1070. That's what Oscar did. Okay, Oscar, currency yeah, question. Yeah. Yeah, this currency thing, uh, there's a race to to, you know, for for every uh, these countries to to of course to uh, to export. The thing is the 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 foreign countries are the most these the third world foreign countries they're very vulnerable and and yeah. and, and, and inflation is going to really rampage these countries too that goes along with uh, with currency devaluations and 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 like china the third world countries are their biggest customers so their biggest customers are going to have one heck of a time buying from china China, people don't realize that China sells more, much more to third world countries than, 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 the, than the advanced countries. And, and, and so China is going to have a heck of a problem because these currencies are going to devalue, and these guys who are devalued, they can't buy as much as they did before. And, and there's a whole host of problems with these third world countries. Don't you, don't you see that? Yeah, look, I mean, I, I think that's a big problem, uh, an excellent point. And, and this, is what, this is why we're seeing China now uh, – They've devalued their yuan about eight percent in the last since uh, in the last quarter, which is that's a big devaluation. And uh, which, you know, how I think this trade thing is going to play out. Everyone thought they would sell they would sell treasury bonds and, and rates would skyrocket. Instead, how how these countries appear to be playing it is the the developed countries is they're depreciating their currency. But, but, to, but your, the, to your point, the yeah. it the the. Uh, the Brazilians, the Argentinians, the Turks, the uh, a lot of these less developed countries, uh, they're having their currencies are down much more than eight percent. Well, Venezuela, so, for uh, Nicaragua, all these uh, the banana republics. Yeah, literally. Hey, but the thing is that they, even though the Chinese devalue their currencies, they're going to devalue it even more than China because they produce less. That they don't have a, the, the the proper structure for for growth. They're going to be in a heck of a situation as far as inflation. Yeah, no, I mean, yeah, this is the problem in, in the world today with this monetarism is that, you know, you get these currencies uh, collapsing in these countries and people, you get big inflation. I mean, they're, they're, they're uh, you know, riot, you know, inflation is, is exploding in Turkey and, and Brazil and places like that. And Venezuela, I mean, I, to say it's a banana republic is almost insulting banana republics. <laughs> You're right about that. And, and so, uh, yeah, it, it puts it puts huge stress uh, on these countries. We somehow have to get a, a stable finan- uh, economic system in the world. And, and, and we had one that did pretty well for years, and these central banks have gotten involved with their central planning, and it's really gone very, very badly. And, and, and I, I think this is all playing out now as we speak, and I think it just – I think it really exploded – this week, I, I don't think people realize, you know, Donald Trump came out and criticized the Federal Reserve, uh, criticized China and Europe for depreciating their currencies. And, and I think China, in fairness to China, uh, and I'm no friend of China, I, I, is, as you correctly point out, Oscar, that, look, if, if they're selling into Brazil and places like that and their currency is down 40 percent or not 40 percent, but 25 percent or 20 percent. Uh, versus the dollar, and the Chinese are pegged to the dollar. They're having trouble s- s- trade trading into it, and then you get the Germans and the Europeans over there, and the Japanese depreciating their currency against the, the against the uh, the dollar. It, it and so they they're getting an advantage on the Chinese, and it's kind of a race to the bottom. And if if you look at this, uh, 
the Europeans and the Japanese started depreciating their currency about a month or a month and a half before the Chinese finally broke and decided, look, we're going to depreciate our currency. Uh, how, and, and this is, I'm going to expand upon this a little bit. Uh, does that answer your basic question? Yeah, yeah but, but then going to us here, we, we're going to be able to, if, if they devalued, and, you know, I think third world countries devalue, they're not going to, they're not going to import too much from us. Yeah, no. Also, yeah, no, that's the the problem we're running into and then and then it makes it easier for US companies to ship more product to Mexico and Brazil and stuff to be produced there and 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 puts pressure on us. Uh how, this this is how yeah, thanks for the call. Let me try Thank to expand upon Thank this you. because this is this is a great question <clears throat> that I really Look, here's the problem. The as as I said, the yuan is in the last quarter is down 8%. The the European the the euro's down six and a half the yen is down seven point five six point seven they the Europeans and the Japanese started appreciating ahead of the Chinese is is they're trying to get ahead on the currency war issue uh to try to improve trade now here's the problem okay right now our fed funds one and three quarters two percent which is kind of the the benchmark for short term rates let's take a look and 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 we have a two point Effectively, 2.9% 10-year bond, which means if I invest money with the U.S. Treasury bond, I get 2.9%. You said, hey, Ted, that's a good deal. Okay, what's the problem? Well, in the, in, in they're complaining the Fed, and the president's complaining that the, the Fed funds were at, uh, they were about 1.3%, uh, and, and they're about 1.82, one85 right now, 1.3% in December. So they're up a half a percent, a little more than that. Uh, and that's pushing the dollar up. Here's the problem, is the Europeans are trying to do what the Fed had tried to do for the last decade, which is take money down to zero, and that should theoretically grow an economy. Under Barack Obama, it did not grow the economy. Unemployment came back some. Wages stagnated. Investment stagnated. We had 1% to 2% GDP growth for uh, for nearly a decade and, and because of this. And we, we all relied on the Federal Reserve to do uh, to central banks to take money to zero and get things back. It didn't work. It's a failed policy without a doubt. The Europeans are still in that policy. Guess what? I'd like our listeners to guess what the the 10-year bond in Germany is at. The, give you some help. The U.S. 10-year bond is at 2.89%. So what should the German bond? The German 10-year rate is at, point zero, is at 0.32%. So, well, let's take a look at the, at the Japanese. What is the 10... If I put money with... With the, the I lend the Japanese money for ten years. What do I get paid? I get paid zero point zero three percent, which is almost zero, very close to zero. So, so these countries are artificially keeping their rates low. Now, keep in mind. Those rates for those countries are close to the 5,000-year lows on interest rates, 5,000-year lows. That's, and the reason I say 5,000 years is because that's kind of where we can go back to get history from. So clearly, they're keeping rates artificially low. Now, I have a choice. I can be sitting here in U.S. government uh, bonds and even short-term get one point, uh, 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 you know, get close to 1.89 uh, 
1.8% in Fed funds or, you know, something around there, 18 to 1.2% short-term money in, in, in governments, uh, you know, one year, half year, 180-day uh, paper, those type of things. Or I can get zero in these other countries. Well, all the money is starting to come. And then I look at the U.S. and, and we're looking at maybe we might get lucky and get a 4% GDP growth number, 35 to 4%. In, in for the second quarter, where am I going to go? We're deregulating, we're cutting taxes, we're growing, we're investing in the United States. It, it, and so what's happening is these countries are artificially keeping their interest rates down, which is artificially depreciating their 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 currencies so they can compete on the trade issues with us. And so so this and, and this is and so now everyone is kind of seeing this. So we're dealing with tariffs, but then these other current are cut. So if we put a ten percent tariff on on uh, on all Chinese products, well, they've already just depreciated their currency eight percent. So they're only down two percent. It isn't going to make any difference. The same thing. There's six six seven close to seven percent depreciation in the euro and the yen. So if we stick a a ten percent current tariff on them that's going to, oh, destroy the world economy. Well, they've only cost them 3%, which is nothing. And, and, and so we have to somehow normalize the interest rates to what normal interest rates have been for the last 500 years. I saw one of the smartest guys I've ever seen in the business is a guy named Stanley Druckenmiller. Stanley Druckenmiller ran a hedge fund. It, 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 he, he was brilliant for all the years he did it. He made a comment the other day. Anytime Stanley Druckenmiller says something, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm to hear what he says. Not only do I want to hear what he says, I want to hear exactly what he was said, word for word. That's the key. People oftentimes they just, you know, kind of generalize what people say. They don't listen exact. Precisely what did he say? And what he he said was is that. Oh, if you look over time, I think he said. I and this is, and I hate after saying that, he said over. I think it was seven hundred years or five, four, five hundred years. Inflation has averaged 1%. And I forgot what the act, I, th- I, I want to say it was like 4 or 5% is what he said interest rates during that time average. 4 or 5% interest rates with 1% inflation. So this idea that we have central banks around the world pegging interest rates at artificially low rates because rates are under 2% is has not something that's ever happened. Now, if I go back, to look through 400 years of history, we had a lot of ups and downs, but the economy got better, the jobs got better, the standard of living has gone up over time, we built a spectacular world. And so how did it work then, but how do we central banks come to us and tell us that, hey, we need to do this now? I'm like, wait, there's no record of this working. They tried it for 10 years, it's abject failure. The answer to Oscar's question is, the Europeans and the Japanese have got to start normalizing interest rates because what we're, it's doing is it's creating excess production around the world. It's causing economic dislocations. It's causing currencies in emerging markets to collapse, which is causing inflation in those countries, which is pushing, put, push, putting massive pressure on the middle class and working people in those co- countries. And middle class and working people in those countries ba- basically make less than poor people here in the United States. And so we somehow have got to get control of these central bankers. This trade war is a big deal. This currency war, which as we've been saying is a big deal, is now kind of come up, coming about. And I think this is going to start affecting the different markets around the world. And this is something we got to be. This is something we've been warning about for a while. We've had uh, 
uh, James Rickards of uh, Currency Wars on our show. I've talked to James. Uh, uh, you know, we, 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 we pointed this out. We said, look, you want to be in some precious metals in here. This is going to affect the markets. Understand these currencies are going to be an issue. And now they're starting to. We've been telling you there's going to be a trade war. We wrote about this in the Max Out Savings Report for months. For months we've been telling you that there's going to be a serious trade war breakout. Everyone in the media has been telling you, oh, this is a skirmish. We'll, you know, we'll just cut a deal. The pre- President Xi's coming over to Mar-a-Lago. The deal's going to be done here. And every No, it gets worse and worse and worse in the currency. And we see more and more tariffs. And we're, it's going to be, a, this is a currency war. Steve Bannon this week said there's three types of wars. There's an information war. There's a uh, uh, economic war and there's a kinetic war which is where you're shooting guns and bombs in in basically for the last over 15 years according to Steve Bannon 15 20 years the Chinese have been fighting the economic war and they've been winning and I and I think we're, we're having to finally stand it up stand up and take it to them and we see how incredibly hard it is not only does Donald Trump have to fight the Chinese and the Europeans to try to get American jobs and factories back to the U.S., but he's got to fight the establishment that wants to cut deals with all these people and trade away American jobs so they think they can rule the world. And they're not. It's going to be the Chinese at the rate things are going. And so this is a tough issue. It is a it is a trade war that's leading a currency war. You've got to be cautious. Tell you what, we're coming up here on a quick break, but if you've got any questions or comments, we're going to discuss some more. How, how does this affect your 401k plan? How is this going to affect the markets, your IRA rollover? I'm going to try to discuss some of these things when we get back right here on the Max Out Savings Show. Until then, you can always call us at 713-339-1070. You can also go to the website maxoutsavings.com. That's maxoutsavings.com. Sign up for that free report. We write a lot about this in that in that Max Out Savings report. We want to get you ahead of what's happening in the world. And you can get it by going to the Max Out Savings report or just listen to the Max Out Savings Show. If you've got savings and investment questions, Ted Gioka has answers. Call the Max Out Savings Show now at 713-339-1070. We'll be right back. This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Savings Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to maxoutsavings.com to set up an appointment. That's maxoutsavings.com. I look like one of those rocks. Downtime with your family? That's good. Downtime for your hydraulics-enabled equipment? Not so good. Cranes, specialized haulers, bucket and digger trucks. When they're not working, you're losing ground and money. South Coast Hydraulics can monitor, service, and repair the hydraulic systems that keep your equipment working. South Coast can design and install hydraulic systems for mobile and industrial applications, tool or press systems, complete manufacturing lines. When you think hydraulics, think South Coast Hydraulics. SCHydraulics.com. Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of The Morning Show right here on AM 1070, The Answer. But I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos the companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. 
We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message for 512 New Media, 512newmedia.com. The Max Out Saving Show returns now with your host, Ted Gioka. That is, that is a great summer song. You know, the sun is shining all the time in Houston, Texas right now. Oh, my gosh. It is so hot. All right, you got any questions or comments, you can give us a call at 713-339-1070 here on the Max Out Saving Show. We'll get your questions answered. Uh, we're just talking, you know, uh, again, about these the currency. Look, I think the, the, the really this week, last week, what what, what is really kind of only being understood is this Currency war is kind of breaking out. We've been telling you that that this trade war was going to kind of come about. We felt like eventually we're going to see some type of currency crisis. We're starting to see it, and, it's, and I think it's really ratcheting up the risk. The lower these other currencies go and the stronger the dollar goes up, the harder it is for U.S. companies to make profits overseas because they're selling overseas and they're, you know, they're getting less money back. I've seen some statistics that 40% of the S&P 500 Earnings come from overseas, and so this is going to put a lot of pressure on on, on companies, over uh, multinational companies. So this idea that these earnings are going to go up huge, I'm not sure is quite there. I, look, I believe the U.S. economy is doing very well. I, I'm actually more bullish on the U.S. economy than most people. Uh, I, I think our housing market's pretty hot. It's going to probably cool down. But I, I, I think companies are putting more factories here. I, th- I think wages are going up probably more than reported. I, I think people are getting jobs. They're able to quit. They're able to quit a job and get a better job, something they haven't been able to do for a decade. Uh, people they can't find workers. We're hearing rail car shortages. We're hearing commodity shortages. We're hearing uh, trucking shortages, logistics problems, and all types of things like that. And 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 I think you're going to see companies start putting factories back in the U.S. Because remember, in the world of robotics, the 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 the, the wage edge isn't such a big deal. And 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 having your plants close to to where your your uh, consumption is is a bigger deal. And if there is a question with China, most companies that are doing business in China now have to question their supply chains whether it's better off to keep them close to the United States because if trade gets shut down with China, they're going to be in a world that are hurt over there. And I think this is something we're going to hear more and more about. And because we have to decide in the next fifty years, hunters, what type of country do we become? Do we want to be a, a beacon of the world? that we set the pace for everyone in the world. Do we want to have the standard of living above everyone in the world? And do we want to have the factory and equipment here producing, building up the wealth? And then we 
we make the world a better place or do we make do we bring us ourselves down ship everything overseas and then basically have the same standard of living as everyone else i think the politicians in 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 the elite in in on uh, in in washington want to do it that way i think the working people and the people in the center of the country believe we should fall back to what we've always done is being the leader of the world and then build things up here and then move overseas and have our factories and plant and equipment here so we can sell overseas and make other people around the world better. And that, that is a fundamental shift, different in opinion between what a lot of the the multinationalists want and what the American people want. So I think this is going to be the big battle going forward. So so we'll see. We'll see, see how it all plays out. One thing I want to, we, we've been talking on, on saving for retirement, uh, debt. We get a lot of questions on debt. How do I handle debt? What do I do with debt? And I wanted to kind of go over some of that here. There are three types of debt that I think you look at. Uh, One of them is is, is credit card debt. Another is automobile debt, and the other is mortgage debt. When it comes to retirement, our thinking is this. When it comes to mortgage debt, mortgage debt is okay going into retirement as long as it's paid off within a year, two, three, four years, sometime within a reasonable space of retirement, it's paid down to zero or close to zero as possible. So at that point in time, if interest rates go up in, in, in another 10, let's say in five years, interest rates go to five, six, seven percent and interest rates are at eight percent. Does that take you out? Do you lose your home because interest rates went up or not? And if, if everything is paid off, you don't have that problem. Interest rates can go to the moon. It doesn't affect you. And, and, and so understand mortgage debt is something that should be paid off close to retirement. The, the, you know, the beauty of mortgage debt and the mistake an enormous number of people are making in real estate is they keep rolling debt, debt out doing interest only or 10-year balloon notes or different things like that. And that's always a mistake. You're always better off getting a, a loan, a fixed rate loan with a set maturity that it pays down to zero because then it's paid off. And hey, if you get it paid off and maybe you want to buy another house or property investment, you can buy another piece and then kind of do it with the next piece of property and and build up. But once you get into retirement, if you do have some extra income, you can maybe buy an additional piece of property. That's fine. But if a crisis strikes, your house is paid off, it's safe, and you can hunker down and cut your expenses way back and still have your house and still maintain your standard of living. If you've got a big note in your house, it becomes more difficult. So the answer on home debt, mortgage debt, within two, three, four years of retirement, somewhere in there get it so it pays down to something that that, that is not a big deal. That would be my advice. If in your 50s, let's say you're 55 years old, and you've got a 30-year mortgage. Convert it to a 15-year, at least by the time you're 70, it's paid off to zero. It's a little extra money, but it's like a forced savings plan that boosts up your savings. Because remember, you need a lot less money saved up for retirement. If you if with two or three years into retirement, all of a sudden you don't have a house note. So you, you, and that's a big deal. Now, credit card debt. What do you do there? The problem with the credit card debt is we see it's very hard for people to pay off the credit card debt. The same credit card debt might be on be on there for 20 years, and you're paying 5, 10, 15 percent a year. I've seen 20 percent a year on credit cards, which is completely absurd. We don't typically. It's very hard for people to pay down credit card debt. 
with this, you don't want to have credit card debt going in retirement. I, I would, you know, get yourself an American Express card, pay it off at the end of the month, and that's it. And maybe for emergencies, you know, pay off, you know, borrow some and then pay it back down. You don't want to have credit card debt in retirement. It's toxic. It's dangerous. It tends to slowly, it's corrosive, and it builds up over time into massive amounts. And and if you've got $50,000 worth of credit card debt, it can be easily costing you seven to ten thousand uh, dollars a a month a year and and that's you know if, if you if you sit there and, and, and just figure the numbers uh you, you know if you can take out if you so say you save two hundred thousand dollars you take out four percent of you that's eight thousand dollars you need another two hundred thousand dollars worth of savings just to fund the interest on the credit cards so you want to take your credit cards to zero okay say you retired you're 65 years old. You retire. You've got a 30. You've got a, about a 50 percent chance that w- you or your spouse lives another 30 years. Well, you're like Ted. Hey, my car is not going to last 30 years, so I'm going to need a new car. Well, it's okay to put down to buy a, a car, put some money down, and get a loan, and it's paid off in two, three, four years, and then it's paid off to zero, and then maybe you go another two or three years or four years with the car sometimes more, uh, without having a payment. But the key to an auto debt is the auto debt is eventually paid down. And so when you're dealing with debt, you always want to have a pay-down schedule to take it down to zero. That is one of the keys to debt. So particularly as you get close to retirement, you want to have your debt on on where it amortizes to zero. And, and so understand credit card doesn't do that uh, a car loan will go to zero. In a mortgage loan, you want to have a set date when it when it is paid off. And so this is something uh, when that's something to do with debt. These are some ideas with debt. What do you do? House paid off. Eliminate the credit card debt. Then when you need a new car from time to time, you just borrow on it or put some money down and and go from there. Uh, some people go, should I just pay? Some people like to just pay cash for the credit for the car. That's okay too. Uh, I kind of like. I don't mind a little debt on the car because I'd almost rather see you have more cash available in case something comes up, and you and you know eventually the car is getting paid off. And particularly nowadays, if you do a two or three year loan, you some of these cases you can get close to zero interest on it, which is a pretty good deal, and uh, it gives you a lot of flexibility. That's on debt. Now, tell you, we're coming up. This is the last segment of the show. If you have any other questions or comments, you can give us a call at seven one three 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 nine. 1070 that's 713-339-1070 uh, and one of the questions you know you, you get so Ted how do I handle the debt uh, I'm coming up I'm 55 years old I've got debt I've got a two three hundred thousand dollar home loan uh, I've got other debt how do I get the trick is come up with a plan to slowly you know set your priorities I'd like to get rid of the debt uh, I'd like to by the time I'm I'm, I'm retirement at 65 or 70. So what do you do? Maybe you refinance the home to to a lower, uh, to a shorter payout schedule. It, oftentimes you can cut your interest rates. It's a little hard right now because we have a steepening, uh, a flatter yield curve. Take care of the credit cards. Come up with a plan to have the credit cards paid out. Understand this is a big problem. And, and typically uh, it, it, it's hard for people to make big decisions 
be, it, it, because they just get overwhelmed with it all. Like, oh my gosh, I have too much credit card debt. I've got my home. How am I going to pay? I've got my car. Now. How do I get? Tackle one thing at a time. Uh, it, people tend to get overwhelmed if they if they have to deal with too many issues at once. The better thing to do is take one issue, deal with it over time, and then work on the next issue. So take one step at a time, kind of baby steps, if if you're really having trouble. And understand if you try to deal with everything at once, oftentimes it becomes overwhelming or too much. You try to be too aggressive with everything, and you just you can't do it, and then then you sort of give up. And so, one step at a time, and and, and you know work to pay off that debt. The what else do we have here to discuss today? The looking at the markets, I. I you know, I, I really, I, I, we, we had some questions on gold. Look, I think with this currency turmoil, I think you're going to see a start of a bull market in gold. I, I, I think you're going to see some revaluing of different currencies. I think you're going to see some people get in trouble. There's a, a good possibility in the next couple of years the euro might break up. Uh, there's a possibility that China could implode. Put yourself, you're a Chinese person. You know, Let's say you've got $10 million in China. What are you going to do? I mean, are you going to sit there and stay in China the way things are going, or are you going to try to get to the United States or somewhere safe? Because you don't know what's going to happen. You've been through the, you know, people, the Cultural Revolution, where they put every, sent everyone back to the farms was like the 1960s and 70s. It wasn't that long ago. And so, and now they've arrested tens of thousands of people in China on corruption charges. And, uh, you know, and there's just, and if they say anything in China, you know, they could be put in jail. And so, I, I, I think China has massive debt problems. They have growth problems. They have pollution problems. And so, uh, you could see some the destabilization of their currency. You've got a a, a trade war. And so, I think this is all going to play in to somewhere down the way into gold. I, I think we're seeing more inflation out there. Uh, I think we're seeing rising wages in the United States, rising inflation here. I think you're going to see, as we, as uh, one of our callers talked about earlier, we're going to see more inflation over in in the less emerging markets area. Again, bullish for gold. Uh, I actually did an analysis of of the commodities uh, earlier today and looked at them in the commodities that the U.S. is more the bigger buyer or kind of controlling or have something to do with. Those commodities are holding up wheat. Different uh, that's up this year. Uh, cotton uh, commodities like uh, pork is down. Soybeans are down. Copper is down. These are China commodities. China's where they're having problems. They're slowing down. They have a trade war. They're not sure what to do. So we're seeing some commodities falling in in commodity deflation here. But if you look at other commodities. Oil prices are going up. So this, again, this is indicative of a strong U.S. economy. So that's a positive, but it, it's also in, in indicative of problems in China and elsewhere in the emerging markets. And so we're seeing this kind of bifurcation. I think it's going to be inflationary. I think inflation is coming back more than people realize. And I think we're going to have some type of currency situation. So I think in the next, I think we're about to start another leg up in the in the gold and silver bull market, the precious metal sector in in. And so this is something I think I, I think I don't see rates running away right now to the upside. I think there could be more pressure on the long end on rates personally, just because I I'm not buying into the flat yield curve simply because it should cause a recession because we're at two percent in inflation. And so 
I mean, we're we're basically at two percent interest rates, two point eight, two point nine percent on ten year, and I just don't think those rates are high enough on the short end to really affect business that much in the United States. And I think we're reordering the country. We're, we've rebuilt the tax system. We're rebuilding the regulatory system, and that's very bullish. And more and more companies are going to do business here because it's a good place to do business. We're getting less regulation. It's a safer place. And also, they're not sure about their supply chains with Mexico, with with China, and other places around the world where there just seems to be too much turmoil, too much trade friction. And and they understand that we are serious about that, and so they're starting to move stuff backwards before they they would just move things overseas. I think that's coming to an end, which means less growth for for companies because they're having to spend more money on plant equipment and wages. That means less earnings growth because it, the, the stronger dollars hurting their growth overseas and slowing economies overseas. So the growth is going to be in the United States. That's good for jobs. It's good for workers. It's good for, for GDP growth in the United States. It's not good for the stock market because we have rising interest rates, rising inflation, and, and, and some slowdown in earnings. I think you've got to be very careful and have a risk plan in place in this market in here. And so you want to continue along with your savings program of 10% plus your company match, you want to keep building up. You want to be more cautious, have higher levels of cash, and understand what's going to happen. If you need some help, go to our website, maxoutsavings.com. You can sign up for our free newsletter, and I'd like to sit down with you and help you out if you want. Uh, we, we, we don't charge for initial meetings. We, you know, we, we just charge if we manage the assets. So if using our value investing approach to the stock and bond markets. But if you need help, go to the website. You can sign up for an appointment or the freeze newsletter. Just go to maxoutsavings.com. And remember our motto and our philosophy to save aggressively and invest conservatively. That's the key to building up wealth over the long term. We'll see you next week right here on the Max Out Savings Show. This has been the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Join us next Saturday at 10 a.m. for the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka on AM 1070, The Answer. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.